It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Oh, God! Nobody! Nobody's ever... What? Nobody's ever done that! A podcast focusing on AEW. Two! No! That doesn't mean our hosts won't go down rabbit holes and end up talking about other promotions. Let's, let's rewind because I like to go down rabbit holes. But they try to keep focused on AEW. I told you, we can't go down rabbit holes. Join Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, and Paul Zartman. I don't have control, do I? As they recap this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. If we went off matches here, I'd be champion. If, if some bucks were candy nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. Don't forget to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your other podcast and if you're listening on apple podcast be sure to give the kicking out podcast that five star rating these boys want to be five star kop don't forget to check out kickingoutshop.com it's your place to go for great merchandise from the kicking out podcast that way you can support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so get that dude some pants this is the first boys a rabbit hole in the closing and now let's get right into it it's another episode of the kicking out podcast It is Wednesday night. It's April 5th, 2023. The first Kicking Out podcast episode in April. I'm Tanner Lee along with my co-host Paul Zartman and Austin Shepard, the new KOP Predictions champion after a, I was going to say bloodbath, but that was just on my part, from Friday night's ROH Super Card of Honor. You guys both wiped the floor with me. I'm pretty embarrassed. Wheeler Yuta, man. Let you down. That's all I gotta say. Let you down. But there was a couple surprises though. Little there, bit. Yeah. there were a couple. <laughs> I was so confident the embassy was gonna lose. Eight points. Brian Cage is leaving. Eh, no, he's just working without a contract. So that actually saved, actually that saved me. Yeah, it killed me. I lost my eight pointer, my seven pointer. So right when yeah. I saw that, I was like, I'm not paying attention to the rest of the show. I'm I'm out. In the in the dirt sheets two days leading up to it saying Brian Cage agreed to do the job and, yep. and pass the titles yep. on the way out. Like, yep, I thought I had it. <laughs> I and, thought like, I had and, I, and I immediately just had regret. Like, yeah. Fires remorse. I'm like, Oh, yep. I thought I had it, but that's what I get for reading the dirt sheets and, yeah. and all that. Thing is, though, is that. That trio's team of AR Fox, uh, uh, I don't even remember who he teamed up with off the top of my head. Oh, uh, the old NXT guy that's a GCW guy. Oh, God, I should know this, right? Yeah. You should. Jordan Oliver, sorry. Jordan Oliver, AR Fox, the third one I couldn't even tell you now. Um, I, I think Malik, Ma- Malik or Metallic or something like that. Uh, and then the old Grand Malik from – Grand Malik, there we go. Yeah, the old Grand – they just call him Malik now, right? No yeah. Grand. Yeah. I think I called him Metallic on the podcast last week. My bad. Uh, I mean, you know, those guys are talented, but it doesn't, they don't bode well as a. No. Oh, man. I just popped a bottle and I thought it would, would go a little louder. But hey, speaking <laughs> of popping a bottle, what are we drinking tonight, Ship? Well, I'm having still having a hard time to get an old Klaus Azul, which I really wanted tonight in the wake of FTR. Um, it didn't get shipped in time, but one of my favorites. Um, we're gonna drink a little Jefferson Ocean. Oh, okay, all right. This is bourbon. 
aged at sea. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you look at the thing, this is voyage number 24. There you go. Right there. All uh, right. One of, one of uh, I, did, I think I drank a little tin cup last week, didn't I? You did. I, you did. Yes. Which I completely should have rearranged that. I should have had Jefferson's last week, tin cup this week, because it's master's week. Tanner and I would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I screwed it up, okay? Get I should have had some sort of mix of Arnold Palmer. I screwed up tonight. Ooh, man, I love – well, we call it we, – when we make them with vodka, we call them John Daly's. John Daly's, you're right. Yeah. But yeah. Big, big John hadn't even been down to Augusta in a while, so. Oh, he's in Augusta. <laughs> he's just not playing. Little, Don't spill. A little, a little he, he, yeah. might, he, he might be at the local Hooters down there. He is at the – actually, <laughs> no, you say that. He is. He – he was set up Has on he, Tuesday, and his line wrapped around the block to have merch signed. Um, and his new deal with Good Boy Vodka—he has a, a, a canned vodka drink for Good Boy Vodka, not available in Indiana. I already checked. Of course, it's not. <laughs> I, I put I put John Daly and Dax. <laughs> They'd be fun to party with, wouldn't they, Ship? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yep, my yep. two vices, tequila and uh, and 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 vodka. But yeah, uh, we're gonna have a little bourbon tonight. Uh, it's good. I've had it in the past. I'm trying to get away from bourbon because it gives me heartburn because I'm old. But it happens. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm waiting. The next tequila I have on this show will be Clas Azul if the damn thing ever ships. So yeah, there we go. And you know you can you can have that celebratory drink because you got the KOP title over your head and you and by beating. Myself and Paul, especially Paul. Paul can't take it to the squared, squared uh, circle expo this weekend now. Oh, nope. I didn't know that <laughs> it was this weekend. It's Easter weekend, three years yeah. in a row. I really wish they would change that because I really wanted to go the go, and then I found out I have two family Easter's this weekend: one Saturday, one Sunday. So I can't go I think I got again. That same story last year. <laughs> I got text messages to prove it. So, all right, just all found right. just found out about the Saturday one last week. So, oh, okay. I don't. Uh, I, I've never really followed that, Paul. Do they? I know it's a. They have the meet and greets and stuff and the merch. Do they? Do they have a an actual show in the evening? Oh yeah, um, Friday night and Saturday night this year. Normally it's just Saturday night to close it out, but uh, this year they got Friday and Saturday. I think I think Cardona's headlining, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Is uh and it's at the Wyndham Airport thing, right? So, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wrap first rabbit hole tonight. Yes. Okay. Let's right. do it. That, that hotel, I have spent many of many hours in there. Ah. And you guys have no idea where I'm going with this, do you? Nope. All the ballrooms where they have these. I'm guessing the vendors and one of the the grand ballroom. I yes. guess where they, I'm sure they're going to have the matches, right? Good uh, yeah, you know it, it, it'll fit a couple hundred people. Um, <laughs> that is where the Indiana Moose Convention is every <laughs> fall, and there is a lounge in there. And gosh darn, I want to call it Angelinos. That's not it, but I spent a lot of time in that lounge in between Moose Convention sitting stuff. Yes, I'm a Moose fraternity guy. Everybody calls me a dork. Whatever. Uh, be proud to be a moose, um, but yeah, that's what the moose, that, that's a that's a moose convention setting every uh, fall. Um, they have a spring one. I don't attend that one, but 
I know that hotel very, very well. So uh, I can picture those hallways with the things lined up. I'd rather go to uh, WrestleCon or whatever they call it than uh, listen to some of the moose stuff. Uh, not that I'm an anti-moose, but this will be more yeah, entertaining. Squared, squared Circle Expo is very nice. And, you know, um, right as you get into the halls there, um, Nothing like going to step into the bathroom and having to step out of the way for Rhino. <laughs> I don't want to get gored. I'm ask that guy to move out of my way. I mean, he's a, he's yeah. a pretty big guy. He's a little wide. Very big guy. He might not yeah, fit got... in the urinal stalls. <laughs> no, you know, I, uh, I I got you... cursed by Dan Housen at last year's show. So, well, I think I think that's just probably gibberish coming out of him. But hey, Tanner, Tanner, you've been to Wrigley Field, right? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine going into the Wrigley Field urinals, which is just and, and walking up and there's Rhino next to you? Nope. Nope. Wrigley, for how great it is, it's a dump. Hey. If that makes sense. Hey. If that makes sense for how great it is, hey. it's a dump. It's getting so, better. Oh, it, hey, they, uh, they are starting to clean it up. Rabbit hole number two, congratulations to the Cubs for going down in history to have the first man struck out for not being in a box soon enough. I saw that. <laughs> it didn't like, happen to Cleveland, so you know what? I'm all for it. I like the pitch clock. I was at spring training. I thought it sped up the game. It made it entertaining. Yep. Now it's just it's going to take a year to get used to it. It is. It, I think a lot of the new rules they've implemented are pretty good. It's just going to take a while to get for everybody to get used to them. You're right. So yeah, is this a what are we talking about tonight? Is this a we're, we're all we're all over the place. Everything. We're we're, we're going to be reviewing what I thought was a podcast. another really good dynamite, and then we'll also give our thoughts. We'll let we'll let Shep get some drinks in him. We'll give our thoughts at the end yeah. on WrestleMania 39. So. Explicit warning. I just thought we. I just thought we just. I, I. I thought. I told myself, like, look, let's just talk about EW tonight. The other stuff doesn't exist. I don't want to get an E beside our podcast. Like, that's why we're starting with the there. positive. We're starting with the positive yeah, tonight. Paul's trying we'll to antagonize it. me with it. No, 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 no. Uh, I've got a feeling one of the three of us is going to put us put it there. So we. I. I think it might be all three. Yeah, I think Tanner's already just planned it on. He's already there. Flipping mustache. Like, okay, I said flipping. Just so yeah, you did. You did. I said flipping because I've only had a couple. Weren't we going to do that after Dynamite? Well, I know, but God, you know what? You're 80 years old. You jet black dye your hair and you have this 77 <laughs> porn star mustache. You, your voice sounds like shit. Get over yourself. And take your money, go sit on an island, and leave us the hell alone. Twenty-one. That's pretty million. good. Okay, that's pretty good. That's we uh, that's about the main event of WrestleMania. No, we will later. Let's let's talk about some positive stuff first. Let's okay, let's sorry. I'm let, let's get let's get out of the weeds. We can't be in the right. weeds. I'm gonna turn the fan ceiling fan on. Hold on a second. It's a little hot here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like we Paul. just started. So uh, when Shep comes back, we will uh, officially get started recapping this week's Dynamite and Shep's back. So let's get started recapping this week's Dynamite. Starts off with what's set to be a one-on-one match, Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks. Show opens, Juice is already in the ring, Ricky makes his entrance, and as he gets to the ring, 
the music hits. Jay White makes his debut. Jay White is officially all elite. I was pumped. Beat down. Is the video board behind the music? Because I felt like I we heard the switchblade music, and then it was just black, and like everybody's like, "Well, that's Jay White's music," but then the Bullet Club thing. I thought it was a little delay there. And, and the camera, the cameraman, kind of screwed up too. Um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't the not. it wasn't the cleanest, but good pop from the crowd. Good surprise. I think everybody figured after the reports coming out yesterday that pretty much WWE fumbled the bag. With Jay White, I mean, they had interest. Yeah. He was he had interest. Not sure what happened. The details probably Vincent Kidney McMahon came in and said, "We're not signing him." Um, but Maybe they fumbled the, the bag. Had something to do with it. And he's all elite now. I, I figured it would happen, but I didn't think it would be tonight. It was a true surprise. I liked it. Getting a Bullet Club vibe in AEW, and I like him against Ricky better than I do him against Juice Robinson. To be honest. Well, I like you know. Obviously, they're gonna they're gonna bring the Bullet Club to AEW, which I've always been a Bullet Club fan back in the day, 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 day. Um, for life. But I thought it was perfect timing for Tony just to put a little bit of salt in the wound after what we experienced this weekend, what we saw on Monday night, which was absolute garbage. Worst Raw after Mania ever. And and then all yeah. of a sudden, you're just you're gonna lead off this show with this guy. Good for Tony. Yep. I enjoyed it. Um, and I, I really feel, yes, with with, with uh, Vincent coming back, Canadian McMahon, Vince, when he coming back, uh, I really felt like um, Switchblade knew that, like, that's not – I mean, he's going to push Omos over Switchblade. Yep. Because <laughs> yeah. of guys. He pushed Jinder freaking Hall over – guys that are the size of Switchblade and Daniel Bryant's. And so he saw the writing on the wall. So good for him. I think he will be well more utilized in AEW. He'll put on some killer matches with some guys. I see him reliving his rivalry with Eddie Kingston and ROH. He has the freedom to do that. He has the freedom to work probably some independence, even show back up in New Japan it's a win-win for him, and it's a win-win for AEW. Absolutely. So, um, up next, <laughs> try to keep us moving along here so we can get to, to the, the meat of the show after this. Um, Jericho's shown backstage, says he has nothing against Adam Cole. He's pleased to see him back. He had a good match last week, got the win. Britt comes out. He has the girl, he has the streamers, he has the celebration. Meanwhile, Garcia is in the ring and Jericho says Cole punked him out and he had to stop his disrespect. And then Keith Lee shows up all grayed out. This is the first time I've seen the all natural gray from Keith Lee. So yeah, I, he's, I been, was, he's been rocking the hair, but not the beard. And I like it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Different. Uh, Keith Lee turns up, says Jericho has been the poster child of disrespect since he got here. He admits he has had wars with Cole and isn't fond of him, but he's got respect for him. He then says next week he might teach Jericho a thing or two about respect as the veteran leans back and appears visually scared. Nice little segment. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, It's always nice when you get matchups that you're not used to seeing. And yes, Keith's a bigger guy, but I think Jericho can keep up with him and hold his own. 
that, that's that was my first question. Keith is a big dude, offensive lineman size, but he moves like a defensive back. Okay. Yeah. Jericho's fifty-four years old. I know he's mm-hmm. in what some of the best shape of his life, but a couple times you can just tell he's a little sluggish because he's fifty-four years old. I'm not. I'm not hating on the guy. It's just it's reality. So I'm I I'm kind of intrigued to see how these two would work in the ring, but I, I just hope it's not a disaster and we harp on it. You know what I mean? I like both of them. I, I'm looking forward to, to it just from the aspect that a couple of years ago, this was a match we never thought we'd see when Keith was dominating NXT and Jericho was in AAW, of course. Um, so, but yeah, the contrast of styles will be interesting. But I've got, I've got high expectations. Maybe I shouldn't, but I do because I just think both guys are good in the ring. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, Keith Lee does the, the sunset flip over the top rope to the floor. And 54-year-old Jericho's going to catch 300-plus pounds, Keith Lee. Uh, probably not. I mean, come on, man. Probably not. But got to think Swerve will get uh, into this match somehow or, or attack oh, yeah. afterwards because they got to keep that going. So, yep. well, As long as we don't see Trench. The Trench and um, Parker Boudreaux are both hurt, so they're both out with injuries right now. So. Yeah, I saw I saw Trench was uh, spring training with some of his ex-baseball pros. Yeah, he looks just a little different the last time he was in baseball uniform. Yeah. Could you think some bit. of those guys were like, I played the single A rookie ball with you and now you're yeah. Saying, yeah. Yeah, what are you what are you doing? Dude, I'm trying to make the big leagues and I got this guy showed up saying he knows me. Yeah. Sorry, who are you again? Yeah. Go back to the ditch, Trent. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, uh, close enough. Uh up next we are set for the first of four title defenses for tonight's dynamite as house of black takes on the best friends and orange Cassidy for the trios championship. Uh, of course, uh, Trent and the best friends showing up in style as Sue drops. Loved them it. Off. Awesome. Popped for Sue. As soon as I saw that van, she got a new one. Yeah. The, la- the last nicer. time she showed up in a Dodge caravan tonight, we had a Chrysler Pacifica baby. Come on. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Is that the first time we've seen her since the parking lot brawl? Or is yeah, she, we saw or she on one other time? Okay. It's been a while, though. What other time did uh, – uh, whatever time did he get uh, – I think Trent's return. Up. Yeah, I think Trent's most recent return she dropped off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, as we get towards the end of the match, um, we see Cassidy hit the Stun Dog Millionaire, and that allows Beretta to return with a clothesline against Black. He then gets dropped with a pile driver. Then King is hit with the Orange Punch and a pile driver by Beretta, but Black breaks up the pinfall. Matthews almost gets caught with a roll up from Taylor, but he fires back by stomping Taylor first into the mat to retain their titles. Of course, I I had a feeling that uh, Matthews is going to pick up the victory here since, you know, Mrs. Matthews just picked up a victory Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. She's on fire right now. Um, But uh, House of Black, I like this. Um, I mean, I know OC and the best friends came close to pulling out the victory. uh, And House of Black barely survived. But for a 
good majority of the first half of the match, House of Black were absolutely dominating. And that's why I want to see out of them. Just taking no prisoners, throwing guys around. And, you know, it's time to put some respect on Buddy Matthews' name. I think he gets overshadowed a little bit by Malachi and even Brody King. But yep. Buddy's one of the more underrated guys in all of professional wrestling, not just AW. He can flat out go. And I thought it was a really good outing by him tonight. I'm glad he kind of got some of that shine. And it was nice to see them showing Anna Jay backstage looking on uh, Julia Hart and kind of keeping that rivalry going or that feud they're going to build. So a lot of moving parts there. But um, House of Black's rolling, and the trio's it's one of the better things AEW's got going on. We won't see <clears throat> we won't see real competition for the House of Black till BCC. Yeah. It's going to be a while. And And – I noticed tonight that I would consider the BCC or House of Black the heels and best friends the face. Yes. But if you really, if you thought about it, they got about the same amount of pop. Yeah. Like when that music hit for House of Black, the fans were pumped. People like, like they, House of Black. Yeah, they uh, do. I mean, they're good wrestlers. They have a unique look and entrance. Um, and it's, you know, two of the guys were threatening to leave the company last year, Malachi and Buddy Matthews. They don't want them to leave. We don't want them to leave. So, so I mean, I could see them with that big of a pop. They could kind of have the face. And then, obviously, BCC's trying to be the uber heel right now. Um, yeah. Hope, hopefully, yeah. leading up to these summer pay-per-views, we get something along those lines. So, Yeah. Other than that, there's really no trios right now. I know they showed uh, Preston Vance and Rouge and El Dorado, Mexico, Bob Bai. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Flair. Uh, sitting ringside. So. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I mean, you could, even though the Lucha Bros are now the ROH Tag Champions. Uh, never mind. Well, no, Mark said he'd do trios, didn't he? He just wouldn't do Mark a normal tag. Mark said he would do trios. So yep. you could potentially put them in there maybe down the line. Um, but, yeah, they're going to have to kind of form a new trios somebody because Top Flight and AR Fox, they're out now with, with uh, Dante's injury. Very gruesome. Uh, hopefully he has a speedy oh, recovery. That was uh, not fun to watch. Clean, clean break, though. Clean break. That was a good thing about it. So Yeah. Um, he rolled over. His foot did not move. Yeah, that was bad. I love that Tanner's saying clean break is positive. Like, like trying to put a positive spin on. I've tried to. Uh, should be a shorter it, recovery for him than if he didn't have a clean break. His ankle was putty, but it's okay because it was a clean break. <laughs> hey, fine, fine. I'll go back to my heelish ways. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't expect anything else from you. <laughs> Uh, up next, um, we hear the commentary team say that we're going to hear from Christian Cage as he breaks his silence. And I was like, all right, so we're going to ignore the fact that he was just buried alive. But OK, that, that's that's cool. Uh, Christian Cage is then shown near a room with red lighting and smoke as Luchasaurus appears for his return. I thought that was how you bring Luchasaurus back. Yeah, I thought you this don't was... have it some big thing you just have him walk out of a room 
I thought it was short, simple, sweet, perfect. Um, I liked Christian walking in that room because at first I'm like, okay, is he in hell or something? Because he just got buried alive. Then the red, I'm like, okay, you know, Brood Edge the other day at Mania. Yep. Did he do something with Brood? And I think that's what the crowd thought. So I see that's a figure coming out. I'm like, is this going to be Gangrel or something? And then it was Luchasaurus, and he's got like a, a – uh, help me out here, Paul. I'm, who, who Or, or Sheppy, the one who was the villain off Ninja Turtles. I can't think of his Shredder. name. Shredder. Shredder. Thank you. He, he had like a Shredder look on his shoulder. I was blanking. I saw Kevin Nash in my head playing the part, but uh, he had like a Shredder look to him. I couldn't tell. Was his mask black or is it red now? I black. couldn't tell. It's still black? It, I think he's yeah, all everything, black. Everything so. was black okay. with the red lighting behind Okay. So yeah. we'll see who these two heels go after next. You can't. I don't think it's going to be Jungle Boy. He's, he's doing his own thing now no. with the pillars. So. Yeah, at... The buried alive was burying that feud. If uh, obviously it didn't bury Christian right. alive, so at least it buried that feud. Well, and I think even I think it was Taz or even Tony that said, "Interesting to see who they go after next." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's there's going to be something fresh. Yep. Um, yep. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make my own rabbit hole right now. Let's go back <laughs> to Ninja Turtles. I was a Donatello purple guy fan. <laughs> who were you guys a fan of? I was Michelangelo. Okay. Come on, Paul. You're next. Raph, I've got the anger. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll be the first to admit that. All right. Donatello was my guy, man. Good stuff. Good All stuff. Right. Nobody went Leo. I'm surprised. It means none of us are smart enough to be a leader. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we've got uh, Jamie Hayter versus Riho for the... Next title defense, the women's. the women's. I was trying to remember which this would be number two. Uh, did I you guys feel like one? It, it, and I really enjoyed tonight's show, but did you guys feel like, like up to this point, they weren't letting anything breathe? It was just like yes. one thing after another, after boom, another, boom, boom, after boom, boom, another. Boom. I'm like, I'm like, they were, they were trying to fit five pounds of stuff in three pounds. Yeah. Yeah. It oh, was. Yeah. And one be, segment ends and the next yep. one started. Yeah, which sometimes I appreciate. Uh, tonight there was a lot of big things going on, so it kind of I, I agree with Tanner. Felt a little rushed, um, but I was late to the show tonight. Uh, I, I fast forward through a lot of this match. I'm. It was pretty good. It was okay. It was. okay. I just not. I can't. I I can't get sold by Reed. I know. It was two of the fan favorites of a lot of the. Of the AW mm-hmm. crowd, but and I and yep. at the end, Jamie gave her a ton of respect. Yeah, and good for them. And yep. I, you know what, that that's awesome. Yep, but it just, just I know it doesn't work for me. She had a run as the AW Women's Champ Women's Champion, and it's probably a while. Rose, right? She yeah, yeah that, that was a huge upset. Yeah, it shocked mm-hmm. everybody. It was the first first Dynamite or one of the first Dynamites. It's um, like Hornswoggle pinning Andre the Giant. <laughs> Sorry, that's me. Yeah. That was me. Well, for that was me. no, we're not body shaming by any means. It's for for the women's division. That is the ultimate underdog against um, yeah. a Shep, monster. After a our monster. conversation this morning, you can tell, or this afternoon, you can tell where my brain went. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, um, but uh, I'm an awful person. But, but I will say, as much as this, it was this show was kind of rushed and not letting it breathe up. This point, I'd still rather have that than what Raw did on Monday. Have an hour, a free first hour is commercial free, and you only have a, like a minute fourteen or two minutes and fourteen seconds of in ring action. That's pretty pathetic. 
So yeah, well, yeah. I'd rather have tonight than that. So. Yeah, well, you know. But uh, good women. I mean, pretty good women's match. Jamie Hader got yeah. the win, like Hater we all thought. So with with, with the uh, uh, Ripcord Haterade. Haterade, yeah, Haterade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then yeah, after the match, she showed respect. We uh, head back, right? Still celebrating. Head back to Renee Paquette, who's shown with the Outcast, who congratulate Hater, but tell her not to get attached to the title as they're here to get control by one of them becoming champion. Renee asks, how's that going to work? One title, three of you. They refuse to answer it. And then we move on to 2.0. <laughs> but we knew that we, we already know that's going to be the, there's a seeds planted right there for the ultimate demise mm-hmm. of the group and the split of the groups right there. All wanting to go for the title. Um, I really liked how the, uh, Ruby's now the mouthpiece of this group. Yeah, she's kind of taken over quick. as the leader. Took switch quick, but then of course Soraya got some words in, and then Mrs. Juice Robinson, Tony Storm, got some words in too. So uh, yeah, keep this going. It's good. Um, I thought I thought we'd see them attack after the match, so I was a little surprised seeing them do a backstage segment, but worked. Fine. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for, and like they kind of. I felt like they hinted at it because Britt even looked up towards the ramp at one point post-match. So it was like, okay. So it was weird. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, this the, the problem I have with the Outcasts, and I guess it's because of the name, this reminds me too much of the New World Order. Yeah. Because you oh. had Soraya and Tony acting as Hall and Nash, Ruby being your Hogan, came in and took the lead just yeah like hogan did at least they're attempting something if i'm not mistaken we've never seen any company do with their women's division though do a right, women's right. movement like this so it's, it's something different right. i i get the core the the comparisons though but yeah I, and i i'm glad that this is a women's division thing we tried that the divas versus the the women and that crumbled quickly right. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this story continue, but are we just going to attack the same five, four or five people every time? Well, there's plenty more they could incorporate into it. They just haven't, um, you know, for a while I thought this was going to be the blood and guts match and it still could be, but now I'm thinking it's going to be the elite and the BCC. So. Well, yeah, I've led up to that. Jeez. Yeah. I've changed my tune on that. So. Yeah, but uh, all right. Up next, two point uh, Matt, cool hand. Yeah, nope. I don't care for these guys. Sorry, they're oh, they're good. You know, like Daddy Daddy Magic. We got to find out what makes his nipples hard. <laughs> Daddy Magic's a million. I could have done without that. He is a million bucks. Entertainers. Don't get me wrong. I like two point I don't like them. As part of the Jericho Appreciation Society, I want to see those two characters that they are right now on their own, and then I'm all for it. But uh, this is the point where they say they will find out if the acclaimed will join um, the Jericho Appreciation Society, or as Cool Hand called it, the Jericho Appreciation Acclaimed Society, <laughs> the J A A S. Uh, what is this? The Matt Hardy office, Andrade office, whatever the hell that was called that had a million names. Family office. The, the Matt Hardy Andrade family office. That was the worst. Um, yeah, but uh, 
Caster made it sound like they're not joining the no. Jericho Appreciation Society. Cool Hand apparently didn't get the memo, booked a match, tag team, a four-on-four match for Rampage. Um, Parker tries to hit the the catchphrase, and Billy Gunn stops him and says it needs to be done by professionals, says let's show them how it's done. I liked Max Caster just doing the, the sideways steps yeah. back and forth. That was great. Um, Fine rap by Caster tonight, but I was disappointed. I was ready yeah. for him to take a shot at Vince. I was ready for him at least take a shot at his mustache. And or, the US, or the purchase or, the, or mania or he, something. He might have been told not to, to be honest. That's the only thing I can think. But uh, Yeah, with the big announcement that TK still had coming tonight. Yeah, he might he might have been told not to, but um still fine. I mean he still had the crowd ooh and ah a few times, so but I was yeah. really thinking, okay, this is the week to let him go. Let him go. Mm-hmm. But uh, Shep's not joining us right now as he had to go do his thing. So I'm going to jump down a quick rabbit hole. Do it. Um, before he gets back. I have a hole number three. I think it would have been great if a fake story, if somebody would have released a story that said Ted Turner was backing Tony Khan to buy WWE. Just because then everything would come full circle because Vince bought WCW from Ted. Now Ted's buying WWE from Vince. Yeah, it would have been I, funny if that's a fake story. You're right. Exactly. I mean, Wait. Ted probably could have done it, but I don't think TK wanted it. I don't even know what Ted Turner's up to nowadays. He's sold so much of his stuff. I don't even know. Sitting on a beach, sipping on yeah, mojitos. I mean, he, yeah, he. I don't because he doesn't really have any stock in the game and, and Warner Discovery anymore. So I don't. Nope. I don't know why he does. He's not involved with the Braves anymore. So I don't know. Ted Turner's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Up next is MJF Day. A lot to recap here. He sings. He gets handed the key to the city. Um, uh, apparently, the city. Uh, what was he called? The the city supervisor. Uh, he got booed is, out of the building. Well, I heard commentary say he's got a lot of heat with the town. So uh, most politicians do have heat with their towns. Especially right now, mm-hmm. as we are entering election season. Right, right. Um, I could go down another rabbit hole there, but we're not going to. We're going to stay out of politics. <laughs> Nobody would understand that one except the select few. So, right. Um, but uh, yeah, we see some uh, great stuff from MJF here. I loved it. I loved it. I, I, I did too. I like when when AEW goes to Long Island. I'm pumped because mm-hmm. MJF's going to get the babyface reaction. And he's going to act yep. like a babyface. It's a completely different MJF. I mean, we saw exactly. a little teased a little bit in the fall with the, with the Regal and the Moxley stuff. But when he goes to Long Island, MJF acts different. The band's out there playing great. He's dancing. Penny's he's singing. from heaven. Penny's from heaven. He's looking sharp. Like you said, he gets to the key to the city from the supervisor's advisor who, of the city who gets booed out of the arena. Then MJF takes Mike and says, I'm on the mic now. They can cheer, and he he gets his own. You deserve it. Chant going, and just awesome, awesome stuff out of MJF tonight. Took shots at the pillars, especially Jack Perry. Um, took a shot at Cody. Took a shot at Cody. Took Cody mentioned twice tonight on Dynamite. Yeah, I that was everybody was taking well, shots he, at Cody tonight. But you notice he got on the rings and he did the he got on the ropes and he yep. did the the Cody like you know get let's get up chant. Like, yeah. 
Like I felt like I was a direct shot of Cody. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was, there was a quick sign I saw tonight, and, and yeah, we'll get Cody, talking about Cody. Cody laughed my ass. Yeah, I did see that. I was yeah, like, it was yeah. quick. It was showed once, but yeah. it was perfect. Yeah, it was. I even, I even got as a big Cody fan. I I even popped up. My guy, that's pretty good. Yeah, I did too. But uh, MGF, yeah, I loved when, when they do things like this, like the dinner debonair two years ago during the pandemic era. This this I stuff's good. I didn't realize like. MJF can kind of sing. He can sing. Have you ever you've seen the, have you the Rosie video when he uh-huh. was a child? Yep. I was going to say he was on the Rosie O'Donnell show because he could oh, sing. He just, he just belts when he was a child. Yep. Yeah. Chip's yeah. like, I got to go find this that. video. YouTube it. YouTube it. I, I, I got it. It's that's good. like the only Rosie O'Donnell clip I've ever seen. But yeah. That's, uh, yeah. He, he's a. T- what what can't MJF do? I mean, I, I tweeted from our account. Tony Khan, pay the man, pay the man whatever the hell he wants, because he's that good. What can he do? Wrestle every week? Doesn't need to. He could. Oh, I know he doesn't. I know hey, he's hey, a star. I'm more thoroughly entertained by MJF right now than Roman Reigns. Yep. And they both work the same amount of match. Yep. yep. Who's entertained by Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns. Hey. I, Roman Reigns ain't bad. He's come a far, a long way. Yeah, he's he come a long way. He ain't bad. Uh, now it took the help of Paul Heyman. Okay. Exactly. You put Paul Heyman behind anybody, and they take off. The wise man, because it's yeah. Paul Heyman. And, and, and so I, I think lately, just because I watched it, because I knew Cody was facing yep. in WrestleMania, uh, I felt like his work on the mic of the last thirty to. 35 days has been since 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 uh uh, the rumble i think it's been great Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah roman's thoroughly entertaining and i love i kind of love the i love the bloodline story with the usos and then you had Sami Zayn involved that was a million bucks like that was just as good as this roman and cody stuff and then Ron Jeremy took back over the company and shit on everything. We'll get to it at the end. We'll get to it at the end. <laughs> we'll get to it at the end. I'm out of whiskey. I got to yeah, go back. Yeah. To yeah. Water. Yeah. So, <laughs> Ron Jeremy. <laughs> I mean, they both did accused for the same thing, right? Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're not wrong. Only Ron Jeremy got paid to do it for a while. For a while. Vince, Vince was paying. Vince Vince paid for it, but yeah, 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 yeah. Money was exchanged. That's all that matters. Uh, up next, Sammy Guevara versus Commander. Well, we for, we forgot. Jungle Boy attacked MJF. No, the mask. Oh yeah, with yeah, the same. He was playing the symbols. Which yeah. Means, like at first, I'm thinking he knew somebody was back there. Well, you knew somebody was back there, but you're thinking, all right, you're in New York. Some of you don't wear a mask, like. I'm going to get hate for it, whatever. My Twitter handle's on there. Go ahead and send me hate. Then I'm like, oh, he he wasn't in the original band, so I figured it was a plan. So yeah. made sense. But I, I did like Shivani's commentary. Keep choking him, Juggle Boy. Keep choking him. Yeah. <laughs> Shivani's a million bucks. He does. He hates he dresses him. like a slob, but he's a million bucks. Hey, you know what? At least his clothes fit. You know, okay, and I'm going to get to that in our main event. Why the hell was Rick Knox not the the official in the tag match? He did the trios match tonight, but yeah, but I don't know. And, yeah, but we saw Aubrey twice tonight. 
Yeah, so it's a tag match for the championship. Because, you're going to have Knox there. Because Paul Turner and, actually follows the rules, and he no, almost Paul – Turner, Paul Turner was awful tonight. Well, what I was going to say is he, he, he was going to disqualify FTR, but, but uh, no, Cash saved well, him. If you if you go back and rewatch, and I know we're talking, we're skipping the main event, but I don't give a shit. If you <laughs> watch that, every count in the especially the last five to six minutes of that match, Paul Turner made himself out of position and 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 delayed the count. And even in the final pinfall, he was delayed. He did it six or seven times tonight. And like the more like in my mind, I knew. FTR, so we're, we're going to keep FTR, right? It's my boys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I knew we had to have some cliffhangers, okay? Um, to make it entertaining. It's, it's professional wrestling. But the way he was doing it, like six or seven counts, he was just out of position, delayed. Um, and if you go back and watch the final pinfall, Dax had one of the guns, I think it was Colton. Dax had him pinned for a second or maybe even second and a half before they waited to cash had Austin pin and then did the double cat. I thought, I thought he did a shitty job tonight. I thought pants could do better tonight. <laughs> Mr. Dockers himself. Yeah. Um, get the dude some pants, get your right, t-shirt go, kicking go, out shop.com. Right. Yes. Yes. Get your, get your t-shirt. I got to order mine tomorrow. It's about but, time. Uh, yeah, I know. I I've been busy, but but yeah. What we talk? Where, where, where we stopped before we got? I went off on a tangent again. Guevara and Commander. Well, and I liked how this happened too. Guevara's music hits, so he comes out because he's part of this pillar storyline. But he's coming out because of his next match. He picks up picks Triple up B. MJF's pissed. He goes over, puts in Jack's face. Jack gets pissed, puts in MJF's face again, and shoves it to him. I thought that was perfectly played. Mm-hmm. I actually thought Guevara was really good tonight. And for me to say something good about him means he did something really good. Yeah, I agree with yeah. Tanner on this one. Yeah, so do I. Um, Commander, I think fantastic talent. Way too much rope walking for me tonight. Um he was on the ropes a lot and it ended up costing him uh MJF or MJF yeah mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara there we Pillar. go one in the same yeah uh hit the GTH for the victory after the match he says he just did something the champion never does which is wrestle he says uh the shit he was just watching was American Idol points out that when he and MJF actually got in the ring back in 2021, he had him beat until Sean Spears got involved. He says if they're the four pillars, it's safe to say that MJF's side wasn't built by him. It was built by others as MJF lied his way to the top, and he admits he is almost jealous of it. Guevara asked who the hell MJF is, as he was Cody's friend, then he wasn't. He was Tony's friend, then he wasn't. He was in the in their circle, then he wasn't the pinnacle, then he wasn't the firm, then he wasn't. Guevara claims MJF bought his way to being a pillar, whereas he bought and put his heart and soul into this place, and he's going nowhere. He's going, he's not going anywhere else, and he will be damned if he's letting a rich bitch tear things down with the bidding war of 2024. He then claims that he is the world heavyweight champion. I liked it. I know a lot of the IWC didn't think it land, but I was like, of course it's not going to land, though. It's it's in MJF's hometown, Long Island, New York. They're going to boo anybody. Um, mm-hmm. 
especially guys taking a shot at MJF. And I thought it was good. I liked him. You know, he wasn't telling any lies. MJF's always cheating and using people to climb up the ladder. Um, and, he, and it was interesting. I mean, even calling out Sean Spears. Haven't heard Spears' name mentioned in a while. So a lot of guys getting mentioned tonight we haven't heard in a while. Um, but, no, I thought I thought it was really good by Guevara. Um you know, they showed Darby watching. They showed Jack watching. They showed MJF watching. So I really think we are going to get a four pillars match at double or nothing. That's where this is going. Yeah. I liked it out of Sammy, but as he played the crowd and he, he played it pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I know there's, there would have been a fine involved, but I, I I feel he needed to tell him to F off. Yeah, because he was dropping a lot of shit bombs. It was almost was. getting too repetitive. He, it was, he, was, he was he was had a couple curses yeah, in yeah. there. And I'm thinking, man, just just throw the final the final F word in there. Yep. You know, let Tony pay the whatever yep. fine it is and 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 shock him. Because I think the crowd would have been shocked if he did that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And 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 I, I kind of liked it. I, I I'm not a Sammy Guevara fan. He's a He's an asshole. Okay. But he's doing this, his job. Yeah. He's doing his job. And at this point, with the way he was talking, I, I thought that was a pretty good little promo by the little dude. And the guy can go in the ring. I mean, he, he proves that to me he's over and over again. So I can't rip not. his in ring work. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if he, and he's not wrong, he's not wrong. He's made a vented pay per views. He's been a three time TNT champ. I mean, he's been in the spotlight. Uh, wrestled the first match in Dynamite history against Cody. Wrestled the first match in AEW history on the pre-show of, of um, Double or Nothing 2019 against Kip Sabian. So he's done a lot of crazy things. And and I liked how he said he loves AEW. He's not going anywhere. We heard a similar thing from Jack Perry last week. We've heard that from Darby. That makes me think MJF's probably not going anywhere. That's why these guys are the four pillars. Yeah. And I, and I love he said I'm not using 2024 yep. against me or yep. against them. Yep. So, good stuff. Yeah, it, it was yep. a pretty good little promo from the little dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like, you know, Darby's worked with. Little, by the way, I like that. <laughs> uh, Darby's worked with Sting a lot, and yep. now we're seeing Darby do the rafter thing. Last couple times he's done it, Sting's been with him. Now he's doing it solo. Mm-hmm. So I think we're seeing the the passing of the torch from Sting to Darby mm-hmm. more and more now. I mean, this has got to be Sting's last year. Have a have a couple pay per view matches, yeah. and he's got to ride off in the sunset, doesn't he? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think so. So next, we've got the FTW Championship, our third of four championship matches. Um, Hook versus Ethan Page. This was surprisingly an interesting match. Um, I. I'm a fan of Hook. I'm a fan of Ethan Page. Me too. Uh, but I wasn't sure how these two would mash up together. They matched up pretty well. Um, Page throwing Hook into the uh, ring post definitely looked painful. So props well, we got, to Hook for that one. We finally got some selling out of Hook. We haven't really seen him yeah. sell too much because nobody really gets any shots in on him. But we, we saw Ethan... Uh, uh, back him up against the ring apron, throw him against steel steps, throw him against the ring post. Um, I'm still waiting for Ethan to finally get a big. He did beat Darby once, I guess, but I'm I'm fine. I'm waiting for him to get that big win in AEW. He hasn't really had it. Um, but he, 
I don't know who's going to be Hook, and it, it wasn't going to be Ethan. So did, right. did take Hook out of this? Did this feel rushed? Yeah, it felt shorter yeah. than it probably was supposed to be. Well, I feel like that's a typical Hook match, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think he could rushed. go. I mean, look at the guy. Yeah, I'm sure he Hook, could go. It's time for Hook to go 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, well, at the end of the match, um, Isaiah Cassidy provides a distraction. Page attempts to use the FTW championship as a weapon. Hardy grabs it. They have a tug of war. Hardy nails Page with the title itself, which sets Page up for red rum as uh, Page then taps out. After the match, Hardy and Cassidy head to the back together as Hook shows respect to them with some fist bumps. And my favorite part of this was Taz going, I didn't know any of this was going on. I guess I missed the memo. Yeah, way to show that you're still managing Taz. Yeah, yep, and uh, I liked it. It's continuing that good story that's been built for months on dark and elevation between Matt Hardy and Ethan Page and even Isaiah Cassidy. It was Mark Quinn too before he got hurt. Um, yep. So now I think we'll finally see the payoff Matt Hardy against Ethan Page. Well, commentary did say that uh, you know Matt presented a contract. Page didn't even read it; he just signed it. And and I got to. Uh, I have to bring up a tweet from Shep's favorite, Mr. Stokely Hathaway, because he had a pretty good tweet on this. Um, come on. That's probably on your favorites page, isn't it, Danner? No. Yeah, you should have these things pulled up and ready to go. Jeez. I should. It's like, you know, we're running a podcast or something here. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. I knew not to trust Matt Hardy. Anyone who still wears JNCO jeans in 2023 is a sick individual. Another one, the Stokely was right folder. Is that did he just make a Jinko? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Good old Jinkos, man. Paul, did you wear those in high school? Uh I did not. I uh I wore the parachute pants. The goth parachute pants with safety oh. pins and the little straps and oh yeah. Uh we're yeah. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole for its own show. I had a couple of kids in my grade were the old Jinkos. I think I wore Jinkos. I don't even know what these and... things are. I'm going to have to Google them. You don't know what Jinkos are, Tanner? Wow. No. no. Did, you ever, did you ever go to oh, oh, oh. I I cannot say. I don't think I had anybody in high school. You got to remember, I was in high school from uh, uh, 06 through 2010. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm showing my age, aren't I? Yeah. Jeez, these things are expensive. Online, they're like one thirty-five to two twenty-five. Well, they are. Oh, they weren't that. Yeah, they weren't that when we were kids. <laughs> they were like sixty bucks. Wow, which fifty, sixty bucks. But I had a pair of Jinko shorts that I wore one summer, and that was like the last summer I ever wore shorts. So I, I do want to give Shep a shout out. We had um, one of our listeners, uh, the guy who's running the AW Fantasy League, that. Paul and I are in that you didn't get your picks in, Ship. I know. Uh, I know. I've he, been busy. I know you have. He, I just he, a house. Good he, Lord. He said he loved the denim segment last week. He thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Denim's a devil for sure. But yet, yeah, did you wear Jinkos in school, Ship? No. No, I did not. Even okay. though I loved I loved corn, uh, Limp Biscuit and the band, the all the alternative stuff. I love that stuff, but Never, never had a pair. Yeah, I remember Shep was a big boy in high school, so 
Some of that stuff didn't fit big boys. You know, they're like bell bottom jeans. Like it didn't fit big guys. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I I in early high school, I had a little Abercrombie stuff, but then big guys <laughs> fit into Abercrombie stuff. So I had to, I had to find some neutralized stuff. All right. All right. Yeah, I had the Abercrombie, American Eagle, Hollister, Aeropostale, all that crap. Yeah. Dude, Hollister and Aeropostale. Like, if you would have got me a double X in that, it would have looked. It would have been a belly shirt. I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, they were tight. Nice stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Tanner, you're a little. You're yeah, there. I know. <laughs> this is number four. Just so you're aware, rabbit holes. Number yeah, four, yeah. Eh, it's early. Oh, we're talking about high school clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So next we go backstage with. Uh, Nigel McGinnis and Tony Khan. New addition they, to AEW. Great addition, by the way. Yes. As they make uh, and the I announcement. Call, hey, hold on. Hold on. Sorry to interrupt you, Paul. I don't mean to be rude. But I called uh, when you were at the store today handing over this little guy right here. You go, what's the big announcement? I said, hey, we're going to Europe because they just signed Nigel McGinnis. And you're like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish your saying now. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, TK reveals five years ago there were five pioneers, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, and Kenny Omega. They put on All In. They uh, got interest from around the world. AEW reveals on Sunday, August 27th. The company is going to London, England, and it will be AEW's first All In. Adam Cole then turns up and says that the show is coming to London's Wembley Stadium. Hold 90K. I mean, just think about that. They Their biggest show to date has been Arthur Ashe, which holds about 20. You can fit four of Arthur Ashe, four plus, that's, in Wembley. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. That's, oh, I'm, I'm pumped. It was a huge go announcement. For it. Go uh, for it. Stack that card up. Literally go all in and stack that thing as much as you can. If that means bring CM Punk back, bring him back. I don't care. Whatever. Stack that thing. Get whoever you can. Get any free agent available. Well, here's the here, here's the best part about AEW versus the other guys. They have the opportunities to bring in outsiders. Right. Uh, the Kingo and, and CML. Obviously, he's going to be on that show. And the guy's a nut job. And I love him. Uh, you're going to bring guys from New Japan in. You're in London. You're going to bring Osprey in. Oh, yeah. Osprey's going to be on that show. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you guys a, a, a donut to a Jefferson. <laughs> I might say a dollar. Usually donut to a dollar. No, I'll bet you guys a donut to a Jefferson. Osprey's going to be on that show. Oh, he will. He might. A bottle or just a drink? Whatever you want, Paul. <laughs> I mean, we might get Osprey Omega, too. There. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's the best part. Yeah. That's the that's the best part about AEW. They have, we have the options to do that. Where Stanford, Connecticut, tight asses don't. And it's oh, yeah. Look, we'll I, get, actually, I think they sell that place out. They will sell that place out. That they, that would be that would get everybody's attention if they do that. I mean, all right. Look, we will get Brock Goldberg. Taker, 
all at Saudi Arabia from the other guys. Don't worry. Sure, about that's a given. Um, that, <laughs> they'll probably have Cody win the title over there, idiots. Um, yeah, the Saudi title title that means nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Thomas Galloway. I feel bad because he he sent this question in about forty minutes ago, but I didn't want to fast forward. So hopefully he's listening at, at a later time. He asked what we th- thought of the announcement of Tony Khan and an AW All In coming to London in August. We're all pumped about it. Fantastic. Um, I'm excited to even think what the card's going to look like. I mean, AEW's starting to click on all cylinders again, and it helps that a lot of the big boys are healthy. Um, I mean, we got Double or Nothing coming up next month in May. Then we got Forbidden Door in June, and then we got now this in August. A lot of big shows coming up. And and you could have some great storylines coming out of Forbidden Door going into this. Sure can. Yeah. You could could, uh, – what – What's the word I'm looking at? You could uh, stack, I guess. Is, mm-hmm. You know, snowball, yeah. snowball. Yeah, you could snowball this out of Forbidden Door into this because you have the capability to do it because you're AEW and you, you're you open-minded. Well, and Europe has been dying. I mean, they're hardcore fans over there, pro wrestling fans. They've been dying for an AEW show. So their first one's going to be 90,000. Maybe, hell, maybe you do Okada Omega again. If, 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 if Okada would agree to it, that's a big one. I'm just trying to think of something. I mean, I'm just trying to think of what the main hey, event would be. But you got Tanahashi too available. Yeah. I mean, if everybody could go coexist, I don't foresee this happening, but maybe that's where you could do the elite versus FTR and punk. I, I don't foresee that happening, but maybe, um, I don't know. I think you have a better shot at that because of, uh, there's some open negotiations. Yeah, right, right. There's there's talks. Yes, they're they're not not yeah. talking with each other. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, I know uh, what we won't see. What's that? Cody the villain. Rowe. Oh, and the villain too. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. In his home country, and we still won't see him. No, he's done. I hate to say that. I love the guy. He's done. All right. Did something else happen with the old villain? Uh, he was booked on a show, and they canceled the entire show because the venue pulled because of him. Yeah, he's pretty much toast. I think. So he's he's done with CM. He was with AAA or CM. He, he was doing some stuff, yeah, down Mexico for a while, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a crazy show. Uh, do you and I? I've, I take this as they're not doing all out this year because usually all out in September. Right. I knew they weren't going to run it at all state in Rosemont, um, but they were talking about doing it at United Center or a different city. So I, I'm guessing this takes part of that. And if I'm Tony Khan now that you have the rights since you bought ROH last year to use the name All In because ROH held the rights to that, I would just replace All Out with All In because I think all the all out's got to be remembered for the brawl out, unfortunately, from last year. So just yeah, replace it with all in and run with it from now on. Yeah. Yep. This is how you completely not erase because everybody's still going right. to talk about brawl out. But, you know, brawl in doesn't sound as good as brawl out. Well, and a lot of people might complain that this is going to be a Sunday in August instead of the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. But I- I'm fine so with what? it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. So, so. It'll be tape delayed for us, right? Um, that's a good question because I haven't seen a pay per view in Europe in ages. 
And now WWE's going over there for Money in the Bank this summer, and AEW's going over there for this. So I, I don't know if it's going to be taped delayed or we're just at a weird time over there. That are, that are we watching at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, I'm not sure. We could. Does it say on, on the It does graphic? not. I just no. looked it up. I just... I had it pulled up because I, I had to send my it to Sunday somebody. in August, by the way. Just like, I like to party on Sunday. Oh, put it on your phone, <laughs> connect it to something on your boat. You'll be fine. That's a good point, Paul. <laughs> Stream it on a projector outside the moose. Sunny, I got one of those big floppy hats on, and I like to drink tequila and the water. The, the last big event at Wembley for wrestling was 92 SummerSlam. Can either of you tell me what the main event was for that event? Oh, no, it was uh, it was uh, it was uh, British Bulldog was, and Bret Hart. Yep, for the Intercontinental. Yeah, I'm still there on the main events, Paul. Yeah, he's he's on fire. He's good. I made that. I made that its own YouTube video last week. Yes. So, yeah. 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 That was you got also, your own was, video, Shep. Hey, that was also the. Uh, uh, event where the Legion of Doom got bumped to the front because the dude was too. Whack. Oh, Hawk, Hawk was out of it. Yeah, Hawk was it was out bad. Of it. And that was on Dark Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. yeah. That was the Jeff Hardy versus Sting bef- way before Jeff Hardy versus Sting and TNA yeah. happened. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, Dynamite. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, BCC. we have a Dynamite tonight. bcc in action against uh three unknown individuals one that looked like a heavier set darker version of santino morella (laughs) one looked like a a younger skinnier version of kofi kingston and one looked like he wanted to be part of the house of black i thought that was our our buddy turbo or floyd or whatever his name At was first, for a second. I thought so. And then I saw the Magnum the, Turbo, whatever his name is. Yeah. Then I saw the face paint and I went, yep, nope. Yeah. Yep. Um, Shep, you were behind on this. And of course, you know, BCC gets the victory here. I was telling Tanner, you really showed the heel side tonight. So I think him dropping that pure championship allows him to be the heel that he's needed to be for BCC. Because just in less than a week, he's already a bigger heel than he was last week. Yeah. And then uh, Danderson called him a shithead, didn't he? Shithead. Yeah, a little shithead. Even though he's a little shithead, I still love him. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I, like, I like it. Yep. Uh, yeah, Danielson with a um, great promo here. Talking about how they are the only professionals, uh, says that these guys looked like they were hired by the EVPs, throwing that EVP out again. Yep. Um, and then uh, he says they're the only professional wrestlers in the building. Hangman comes power walking down as he tends to do, <laughs> only to get the crap kicked out of him in a screwdriver dug into his face somewhere. Yeah, so. I think they were trying to make it look like his eye, but um, yeah, I kept waiting for somebody to come save him, Kenny or not the Bucks because they're they're out of commission right now with injuries. But Cutler uh, and Nakazawa nah, they running been down, they would have been worthless. It would have been funny though. Um, no, 
they're the only two that haven't been hit well haven't been completely taken out by these guys well we know from bt now that hangman's figured out by talking with, with color that callus is the main problem why he mm-hmm. and kenny and the guys aren't getting along yet so yeah and he has to go deal with the bbc yep yeah yeah um but Good stuff out of Danielson. I mean, Danielson was beloved by everybody a month ago when he was going to get MGF. Now he's the ultimate heel going against Hangman in the Elite and calling everybody amateurs throughout the EVPs tonight titles. So good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, my only complaint here is we could have said amateurs last time. Yes. If you would have taken a shot every time Danielson said amateur tonight, you would have been, uh, you'd be a little except sleepy. Sh- except Shep, he'd be going, let's do more. <laughs> I've been ready to party, but yeah, <laughs> he, he said it about 16 yeah. times. Yeah. In a row. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite Lord. a few. Quite a few. And it was amateurs. <laughs> amateurs. Not amateurs. So, but, hey, teach so I, when, when, he, when he put that screwdriver out, I immediately went back to um, the last pay per view. The when, fork. The fork. Yeah. And the fork was real because it's splattered blood. Mm. I'm thinking they're they're going to use that now, and it was kind of like yeah, I, I, I'm sure that's the difference between pay per view and cable. Um, yeah. yeah, except we did see yeah. uh, Nick Gage and Jericho in the pizza cutter and Domino's. Never forget that. That was yeah. that, was, that was a million dollars. <laughs> Domino's never in ads. If I don't think on Dynamite. Well, yeah. The only difference was he had Moxley versus Danielson. So I feel like he was like, yeah, I'm not going to like, I'll make it, I'll make it work. Where Moxley's like, I don't give a, you know what? I'm just going to go for it the hard way. Yep. So a little different character there, but true. All right. Main event time. We've kind of already talked about this. This is for the AEW World Tag Team Champions, our fourth title defense of the night. FTR's careers on the line. FTR picks up the victory. As Shep already gave us what happened in the main event. But in case you weren't listening at that point in time, um, double Go pin, roll up. Um, yeah, that gets the win. But uh, we see... Harwood fighting back is um, Wheeler or Cash, then blocks a double team by diving from the top rope to roll up Colton, while Harwood does the same to Austin as they become new champions and save their careers. The Brocast podcast from uh, Australia says, evening, gentlemen. Evening right back evening. to you. Thanks for hey, tuning in. Australia, I love you. You got some badass sprint car racing in Australia. I got some buddies that race down there five or six i got five or six and three actually but oh i was talking to tanner he was counting rabbit holes sorry i love the australian guys i I got some good good buddies that race down australia so i love you guys they'll have some golfers in contention in the masters too starting tomorrow i think so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really yeah adam Mm -hmm. scott Mm -hmm. he'll be in contention scotty plays well there Mm-hmm. Um, but fun main, fun main event it had me on the edge of my seat. I thought FTR would win, but there was a lot of a lot of close pinfalls. Um, you know, the guns were trying everything they could do to get disqualified. I like them wearing the I like them wearing the HBK inspired gear. 
Um, they came out to 50 cents mini men. I don't know how much money TK had a license for that, but that's, that was a pretty big one. Um, I know that 50 cent has no money nowadays. That's true. So maybe it wasn't as much as, as it might've been 50 cents. That guy had his own video game at one time. He was so popular, but uh, not so much anymore, but, uh, yeah. Um, fun match and you know the guns they've done their job well they're they're shithead heels um even though ethan page had both of them on his last uh a vlog on, on on his toy hunt his toy chase vlog on sunday and austin gun's hilarious outside his character he is hilarious yeah. Um, oh yeah that, that's good stuff if you like those uh aw vlogs wrestler vlogs go check that one out he was a lot austin was a lot more entertaining than colton was off, off outside the ring but um, it's, the name. it's the name yep yeah, he he's even more <laughs> entertaining inside the ring. So, but uh, you know, good good match, um, good hard fought win by uh, FTR to become the two time AEW Tag Champs. I think that's what ten times overall they've been Tag Champs. Um, no, what in the last year? I'm trying to. Yeah, never mind. I was gonna say maybe it's ten different belts they've won through through ten different promotions. I forget what their numbers are up to. That next talks about it all the time, but I don't remember. But anyways, FTR's not going anywhere. That's what tonight showed. Yep. So um post match briefly shown because you know we Around got time. the three count as it hit ten o'clock. Mark Briscoe comes running down, celebrate with the guys, which is yep. great to see. That used to be CM Punk spot, but you know Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, you know. If you had a referee that didn't delay every count yeah. for the last five minutes, you would have had another 30, 40 seconds on there to, to see Mark Briscoe, but whatever. I do wish – I mean, I know they kept hyping it up, like, on the on the graphic and saying, you know, it's belts against careers, but they didn't show any video packages or anything for that match. I didn't think they hyped it up as much as they could have. But um, I think MJF Day took longer than it was supposed to. Something did, because this match, I think, came on with 16, 17 minutes left. I thought it would at least get 20. Yeah. When the so, BCC came on with 30 minutes left, I went, this is quick. So so the whole MJF thing, the guy that was talking, he, was, he wasn't the mayor. They called him the director of the city or supervisor of the city. Yeah, I don't know, but he got booed out of the building. He's not well liked. No. No, not well, at all. Well, like Paul and I were talking when you when you took a bathroom break. Uh, most politicians most most politicians in town aren't very liked, so yeah. Oyster Bay's obviously not a very big town, so I think the entire town was at AEW. Well, let's, look, let's look up the population <laughs> of Oyster Bay, New York, shall we? Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe maybe he's the same. Uh, I mean, we're in lovely Rochester, Indiana. Maybe he, he's it, a, it looks very similar. Population in 2020 was 6,160. And we got, we got right at 6,000, right? I'm checking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, so everybody went to Dynamite tonight. So we love our mayor, right? Yeah, and Rochester as of last year was six thousand two hundred fifty-eight. So yeah, we love our mayor. He's awesome. Look at our golf courses. Like, but, but here, here <laughs> on no if politics, you, chef. If you Google Rochester, it shows who the mayor is. If you Google Oyster Bay, it doesn't. But it does let you know the mascots, the Baymen, the Oyster Bay Baymen. Awesome. Good for. I feel like that could be Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Bay Bay. He should have came out tonight with a Bay Bay shirt. Hey. It would have been great. 
At least Oyster Bay didn't have a mayor that goes after their golf course. Hey, no politics on the podcast. Sorry, sorry. No, it's not even that. It's just we don't have enough listeners from uh, Rochester, Indiana that would care. So our listeners are are nationwide, worldwide. Worldwide. Canada, Canada, Australia, Germany. They love us. We're still in the top 300 wrestling podcasts in Germany, so thank you to our German listeners. Yeah. Thank you. I love German beer. <laughs> there we go. So good. There we go. You guys I, I'd like to say it's beer. the last name is technically German, but um, you know that'd just be me trying to be all egotistical. <laughs> Look at Paul throwing out big words at almost midnight. <laughs> <laughs> it's only eleven thirty. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, at we, midnight, we, I start getting tired. We it's we still early for us. We st- we still got a uh, interesting segment to get into. So. Yeah. Yeah, we do. yeah. So right. so we're done with dynamite. So let's talk about our wrestler of the night, shall we? Yep. Rating a wrestler? Yes. Let's do both. All right. Let's start with rating. All right. Try to switch it up, but no. Who's who's going first there, mediator? Uh, I'll go first. Um, I really enjoyed this show. This one's going to get, even though it was a fast-paced show, um, things did seem a little rushed at points. It's getting an 8.4 from me. You stole my rating, you jerk. <laughs> yes. yes. God damn it. Uh, fine. Stole your title and your rating. Yes. So go, go ahead, Tanner. All right. Well, okay. I, what I what last week I went eight eight, I think, last week. Eight six, eight, eight, something like that. Yeah. Well, I'll go I'll go eight six tonight. I still really enjoyed it. I thought the first half was as good as last week's. Second half, there's a few things. Missed a little, but I think Dynamite's Dynamite's cooking right now. AEW's cooking. And if I would have gone eight six, Shep, he would have gone eight eight. He's got to try to one up me. Uh, no, man, I'm gonna get. I'm, I hope I don't get hate for this, but <laughs> if it wasn't for the women's match, I'd be with you guys. But I'm going seven nine. Knew you couldn't get in the eights. Knew you no. had to be the sevens. <laughs> That's, Couldn't even go eight even I, or seven I, nine. That's a rookie nine. score. Eight's a rookie score. Eight, eight's yeah. a rookie score. But I'm not. I I literally fast forward through that match and yeah. I didn't miss anything. Yeah. So I just. It's I only because of Rio. I still Rio. where where yeah. where's Jake Cargill on Dynamite? Yeah, yeah. Jake Cargill. She's just on Rampage, Hitler? or this yes. week Battle of the Belts, I think. Which my God, they flew through that Oath. crap. Rampage oh, of Battle of Belts. Oh, I couldn't oh, even tell you what's oh, going on. Hold on. Hold on. The Battle of Belts looks absolutely shit. <laughs> those those events are not all the fun champions, to watch. All the champions are facing YouTube players. Did they say Kalisto? Did I see that correctly yeah. tonight? Orange Cassidy and... The Cal- guy from the Lucha House Party? Yeah. No, oh yeah, he used to be. Listico, sorry, a listico. Oh, that's sorry, talking about the guy from the. It's a listico. Okay. Yeah, I have a list. Um, <laughs> but yeah, on rampage, her and um, um, Taya will sit down and and talk face to face, and then she's on Battle of the Belts. I mean, I'll watch it because it'll YouTube be late at night. But get on Battle of the Belts. Him and Hobbs are going against the Lucha Bros for the eight, or the no, ROH Tag Titles. Again, how does QT Marshall get a title shot? Because it's QT Marshall. 
Yeah, well, I'm never mind. Never mind. I, I, all right, next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, superstar of the night, guys. Shep, you lead us off. Oh, Shep. Yeah. Max Harwood. That, that was the most predictable thing in the history of this podcast. Yep. <laughs> Paul, but you go next. Even though oh, that dude's man. got a little bit of a belly now. Got a little bit of a belly. I like it. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with somebody who didn't actually wrestle tonight. I'm going to go Matt Hardy. All right. All right. Hey, just finally turned it on page. I liked it. I thought you were going to go Jay White, maybe, when you said that. No. I thought about it, but no. I'm going Buddy Matthews. I thought he shined in that trios match. I almost went Buddy, too, so don't worry that. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yep. All right. Now we've spent an hour and 15 minutes discussing Dynamite and... Discussing what the podcast is about, yeah. Let's dive into the fun uh, non related. You won't find this in the title anywhere. Let's talk about Stanford, Connecticut. Well, I missed. Hey, they won a national championship in basketball. Yeah, their dynasty. Man. Oh, okay. that's five in our lifetime. Oh, we're not talking about basketball? No. No, wrestling. Oh, okay. Um, I missed night one, but Did you everybody watch was it saying. Back? I watched highlights of a back, uh, okay. but everybody was saying night one was the killer night of the two. Um, I did watch all of night two. Bits I liked. Bits I didn't like. Uh, yeah. Um, did not see the Shane McMahon return coming, even though it lasted 39 seconds. His poor uh, knees. His poor knees. That dude was out of breath anyways. I'm like, what have you been doing, Shane? Have you even trained to come back? Um, well, and like I said, Sunday night, the dude was out of shape when yeah. he got to the ring That's in what the I'm saying. 90s. <laughs> but he, the, 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 I mean, got a big pop from the crowd. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on backstage? Because he had screwed up that Royal Rumble last year so bad that Vince said as long he would never get another pop in the company ever again. Uh, so I didn't think he'd ever see him again. And then Taurus Quad, then we got Snoop Dogg. Going impromptu and saving the segment, really, even though it was the worst people's elbow ever. Um, and then the next match, we got the hell. This was the dog father. Yeah. I mean, real quick, how how does Snoop know to to save that segment? I don't know if somebody's told him real quick, like go in there, punch, hit a move, or if he just did it on his own. I hope we find out because if he did it on his own, he did better impromptu than eighty percent of the wrestlers could have. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he got in there and he's like, "Dude, you all right?" And you could yeah. tell he. And, That's when and, I knew it was real. And we know Snoop, Snoop was stoned. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When is it Snoop? Well, and I knew I knew it was legit when the camera was just pinning pinning in on Miz. It wasn't showing Shane at all. I knew he effed up his leg real bad. So, yep. um, but then they got the Hell in a Cell match after that, which was weird. Um, I knew we were gonna get Brood Edge, but it was like a new version and the only reason you knew his brood edge was it said brood edge besides that he didn't have any old school and then he went to his new his current theme and then you had the demon finn ballard that didn't look like the demon of old he looked weird and then there was really no blood in the hell in cell match because finn gets busted open nastily by uh but they had Dented stopped that wrong they, they have to stop the match to give him staples continue so i'm like all right so we can't have hell blood and hell in cell even anymore um, 
And then, so I'm like, this show's going off the rails. Then we got the main event. This is the reason I wanted to even bring it up. Cody versus Roman. We're all Cody fans here. Ben, since this podcast started, Ben, since AEW started, Paul's was Cody fan before then. Um, since his debut. And, you know, it was time to finish the story. And But WWE's like, nah, nah, we're not finishing it. It's just another chapter in the story. Um, and it wasn't even so much that for me. It was how it happened. You had to have the bloodline interfere. You had to have Sola, who's already been kicked out, interfere. That's what pisses me off about the Roman Reigns stuff. He wins the same way more times than not with interference. He doesn't win by well, himself. Well, see, here's here's what got me, all right? I'm sitting there watching this match, and I, I've watched the Rumble. I watched one or two other pay-per-views over the last year. Watched Mania last year watched a handful of raws um normally just went to youtube to watch the cody segments back honestly but uh i'm sitting there watching this and i said all right the usos are gonna come down they're gonna interfere uh kale and zane are gonna right. come down right they're gonna break that up cody's gonna start getting the chance to come back solo's gonna come back and it's gonna screw cody called it yeah should freaking bet on that it, it did, I think, send shockwaves. I mean, I was shocked because I, I, I really, I thought Cody would win. I mean, I think everybody kind of thought he was going to win, just how it was playing up. You know, it's he's hot, as hot as he's ever been. Um, timing's right because I, I personally think the story before he told Taurus Peck was, this is just my opinion. I don't know. I think he was going to face Roman at SummerSlam and lose, build himself back up, win at the Rumble, then win at Mania. So I'm thinking they're probably thinking, okay, we have to have him face some adversity. But I can make the argument that he's faced plenty of adversity. He went through an injury, and he faced adversity before he got back to WWE. You're never going to have him hotter than you just had him this weekend, and he didn't pull the trigger. That's what pisses me off. What bigger freaking moment are you going to have? I wanted wanted to pull the trigger. What bigger moment are you going to have than WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles at SoFi in front of 80,000 than that? I don't care. I mean, next year. It's not no guarantee he's gonna be as hot. No guarantee. I know. What, what if he tears his peck again? Then you didn't then you didn't take advantage of it. My okay, my question is, and I've been doing a lot of research since Sunday night at midnight. Um the joys of working the morning shift again. Uh <laughs> Are they trying to knock some names off of uh, the longest reigning champion list? Because Reigns is quickly approaching, and if the goal is SummerSlam, we knock a couple of those names off in the top five. I'm I'm over the thousand days. That was that was the big thing coming out. I'm over the thousand days. Who he was nine forty five going in. Who gives a you know what about fifteen days? Well, uh, Bianca Belair's still champ because it, she's closing in on some some names that they're trying to erase what, from the history books. What, At least she shows up and wrestles. Yeah, yeah I get that. I'm weird. just saying another example. I mean, I'm afraid he's going to take the titles and, and leave for two to three months. I mean, good. He'll I show mean, up at some. That was one thing when Brock used to do it, but now it's another thing when you got two titles on the same guy. Yeah. And, and SummerSlam is not... SummerSlam is still a big deal, but it's not Mania. Mania is the 
all in be all of professional wrestling. I mean, this you had all eyeballs, even casual fans or people that have Peacock four nine nine. Oh, WrestleMania, cool! I'm gonna check it out. And you blew it. You freaking blew it. So, so can I go down a little bit of a rabbit hole? Absolutely. Going into Mania, we knew the sale of WWE was done, right? Mm-hmm. And we knew it. Cody is not a a W uh, or Cody's not a Vince guy. Okay, he he doesn't size the build. He's done right. So even though Triple H, I'll give Triple H credit on this one. Triple H did his work and built this guy up. He he's told the story. He 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 put the time in. And then Vince comes in and is like, look, you know, look at Roman compared to Cody, the size. Like, come on, man, right? You ain't going to do that. Eh. All right. I'm so done. I went and pulled the, because, um, you know, WWE announces where all their pay-per-views are going forward. Uh, August 5th is SummerSlam from Detroit, so it is now labeled Detroit SummerSlam. And did you know that's their... Oh, their next four pay-per-views, that's their only one in America? Yes. We have Bianca, Cody, Rhea, Brock, Charlotte, Roman, and Ray on the poster. So you're going to dick around all summer with Brock versus Cody? Yep. I'm fine with that feud. Triple threat match. Because I do, I find Brock Lesnar matches entertaining because they're physical as hell. And they're kind of unpredictable at times. But it still, in my opinion, would have been better to have Cody win the damn title and then have Brock beat him up. And then that's your feud. You could have done that. But no, 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 no. We're not going to give him the title. And you just, they blew it. They fumbled it. They fumbled the bag again. Triple threat SummerSlam Cody Brock Roman. Okay, Cody looks like the fucking midget there. Yep. Sorry. That will nope. be truly overcoming like everything. Like I don't, I don't want to be rude, but like no, that doesn't. No, I, I know, I'm but already... that will be. Cody has overcome everything. He fought off the bloodline. Now he's fighting off Roman and Brock. He beats both of them. Holds up the titles. Yay, Cody! That'll okay. be if if okay. they put the title on him. That's when it'll be. Okay, I can see that, Paul. Right. But I don't see that crowd being any hotter than Mania. No, you're no, never going to no have a crowd that hot. That was the moment. Yeah, they didn't do it, and and you know I, knowing Vince, he'll give Cody the title at Mass Square Garden because that's where they gave his daddy the title and took it away. Hmm. Or, or if they do in Philly next year, it's going to be weird. They'll have Cody probably like running up the steps like Rocky, and then that Philly crowd's going to boo him. Because Philly's ruthless. Yeah, and Philly's over the whole Rocky thing. Yeah, I just, you know, I was just, I mean, I still, I want to go to a Mania. It is on my bucket list. It's one of the things as a professional wrestling fan I want to do eventually. But I was so, I haven't been that pissed off after a a wrestling event in a while. I was pissed. Where would the rubber chicken come from? Somebody threw it. Somebody threw it and hit him in the head. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was supposed to be for Roman hit him in the head. But, yeah, and I guess the guy who threw it was going nuts. <laughs> and like Brandy had a call to so get security down. I guess he was going nuts. So 
So, so my my whole thing on this whole deal was, I, I was not a WWE fan. I was watching this. It got me hooked for. I didn't watch Saturday. I I watched Sunday. Right, me too. It was a tradition. It's a tradition for me. Back before AEW was mm-hmm. on Sunday, I order a local pizza joints pizza, have some cocktails. And I watched Mania, right? Yep. Did that this year. Why well, some? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I did oh, that I did. this year. I don't year. know if you did. No, I, I did. Uh, and then I watched, I watched, and I watched. And I'm like, man, it's not a bad show, not a bad show. And then we had this main event, and the it just it shit on it. Yep. And <sighs> yep. I, d- I should have known going into the match when Cody went over and kissed Brandy and held held Liberty. Um, and, 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 and it gave said to, Brody Lee his belt. Yes, and gave Brody Jr. Because usually you do that stuff no, after. Negative one. one. Negative one. one. You, on, Mr. Brody Lee Jr. as they an- uh, announced him as. Usually you do you that stuff after one. the match. So the fact that he did it before, I should have known there something was up. But See, see now, I, and maybe I felt hook, line, and sinker. Yep. When he did that, saw his wife, mm-hmm. held his child. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. they're doing this the right way. Yep. No, I. It was the story was right there, and, and you know, but, I know I saw Heyman come out today, or maybe it was yesterday. Said that he thinks Cody Rhodes is coming out of WrestleMania as a bigger star. I'm like bullshit. No. Bullshit. No, I mean I don't. No. I don't think he's lost stardom, but but that was that was the moment. I mean, and, and I guarantee you, people who tuned in Monday. Like the two million some people who did, they're not tuning in next week because that show was such crap. That show was awful Monday, awful. Your your biggest reveal on that Monday was fucking Riddle. I can't stand him, and he was basically naked on TV. When isn't he basically naked? Well, on he TV? didn't even have like board short. I don't know what the hell he was. Doing. I, don't know. I just you know you know the only good things about that show were the segments Cody was in, Cody Brock Roman stuff at the start and the finish, even though. I was actually excited to see Brock wrestle on Raw for the first time since 02 and in attack for the first time since 06, and they swerved me there. But I I am I think Cody Brock will be fun, but I, I'm still pissed it doesn't have the title on the line because Cody should be champ. Well, at, at this point with Brock, if Brock doesn't put Cody over. Cody oh, my God. Won. Yeah. Well, and now with Vince back, control. And, and, and you know, if, if Vince shows up on SmackDown Friday night, they're all screwed. Yeah. It, maybe it was only like I'm in LA. I'm putting the headset on for one more night. I'm gonna give this one more go because you could tell it wasn't. And, and, and I, I'm not a WWE fan per se. I mean, I I wish it was good along with AEW, getting me more to watch. But I'm more of just a Cody Rhodes fan. I tune in from time to time. But I will say, under Triple H, Paul Levesque, Hunter, whatever you want to call him, it was way better than when Vince had control. You could tell that was a Vince McMahon show Monday night. Oh. The last eight months just got shit on. By yep. Him. Yep. And you could tell a lot of people are pissed. You could tell Becky Lynch was pissed in her segment because everything felt like it was just line by line forced the other night, promo wise. Kevin Owens was mm-hmm. awful. Um, yeah, if Vince is back running creative, AEW's licking its chops because there's going to be a lot of talent available because a lot of people are going to get cut. A lot of people are going to ask to be released, and a lot of people are going to wait till their deals are up and then leave. And that's why I thought it was a. I thought it was important for Tony to hit it out of the park tonight, and I thought he did. And Paul's going to grow, have a mustache like Vince. Oh boy! Never. 
<laughs> no. Yeah, Never. That, that guy's a piece of trash. He shouldn't. Look, look, I struggle to grow facial hair, okay, but I am not. It, no. This it, this is what you get. It's not it, I'm not bringing it down. It, well, this, this took me like a couple years. And that's what and that's what pisses me off about this whole endeavor thing with them and the UFC is Vince found the one company that was going to let him stick around. Because according to Sean Ross Sapphifel, every other suitor that was interested said Vince would be the roadblock. They didn't want to put up well, with Vince. Look at this company. Yep. This company let a CEO of uh, UFC slap his wife. 100%. And then turn around two weeks later and have a freaking TV show yep. slapping people. Yep. Yep. Come on, man. Yep. So now he's got Dana and Vince. That he's gonna work yeah. with. So yeah. So you got you got two damaged properties in my opinion. Yep. But you just have a f ton of money. Yeah. Say the f word because I don't want the e. Oh, we already got it. You, we've uh, already dropped a few. You. Yeah. You got a fuck ton of money. <laughs> you're backing Dana White and Vince McMahon. Like, look, sorry, money, money, money yep. talks. Bullshit yep. walks, mm-hmm. right? Like, yep. Come on. But see, here's the thing that really concerns me. Brock's a Dana guy. Brock can go back to UFC. He get pummeled. No, 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 no. Hey, no, no, no. I'm not saying your head knocked in. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Dana oh. likes him. Sure. Okay. How how long until Dana's influence does Brock get another title? The inter- it, oh, go ahead. Go interesting ahead. thing though is Dana White and Tony Khan have a really good relationship too. That's yeah. the interesting thing about this. So yeah. Listen. If Dana White starts putting his input into professional oh wrestling, I quit. I'm done. I will just talk to you guys on Saturdays when I watch MWA and CML. I, fuck. <laughs> Dana White sucks. Nothing. He's good at what he does. Okay, good for him. He was a pro- professional boxing promoter that was a failure and – Slid his way in there because his two best friends owned the Palm uh, Casino and Resort and backed him to this stupid fighting thing. If Dana White puts his thing in in professional wrestling, screw that, screw uh, him. Tony won't let him. Tony won't let him come to UFC. I'm just saying they have a good relationship, but he won't let him. Yeah, N- nobody's. No, I'm just talking about the WWE. Oh well, Bullshit. but Vince isn't in the weeds, Austin. Vince isn't in the weeds. That's what he says. That guy is the biggest liar. Uh, he he lied four years four years ago. He said that when he gave Bischoff and Heyman control of Raw and SmackDown, and that lasted a month, two months. But that was that. That could have been the smartest thing Vince ever did. Those two guys are brilliant minds. I know, and he, and he, he didn't yeah, give it a chance. Bischoff can go. He can be a loose cannon, but he, yeah. he, he, I mean, in the '90s, he knew what he was doing. His rabbit holes make ship look. Yeah, good. yeah. Um, but Dana White, don't don't you dare get him involved in this. If Dana White gets involved in SmackDown or Raw, we're done. We're yeah. done. Close, you know, you might as well put that on freaking streaming device where no cable television will touch the damn shit. I know who's going to do dethrone reigns. Conor McGregor. There we go. I Um, quit. (laughs) Yeah. Conor McGregor. Yeah, look, the 155 pound guy can sell some. He walks like Vince. He walks like Vince. Yeah. Yeah. You know who made Conor McGregor? You're going to laugh at this. And, 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 
call me I'm wrong. You know who in the Midwest? Yeah, we're we're the Midwest guys, right? Yeah. Who made Conor McGregor with his walk? Pat. Yes, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee imitated the Conor McGregor walk and and made him known in the Midwest. Okay. Not wrong. Okay. Now, who does Pat work for? Yep. Even even though you did, that was a good swerve because they act like he wasn't going to be around for a while. They popped up a mania within him and Kittle. Oh, that was cool. Too much cool. talk about it. They, they Cole yeah. and yeah. Graves were just too heavy yeah. on the, you yeah. know, oh, it's been a year since we, uh, you know, last year at Mania, he showed up and yeah. you said you didn't know anything. I know you knew. And, yeah. and like he's showing up. It's Mania. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I didn't Pat pop McAfee's this year like I did bucks. last year. Pat McAfee's yep. a million bucks. That's why I'm hoping. Unfortunately, he's involved with the dipshit company yep. called WWE. Yep. But that's why we talk mostly AW here because that's the promotion we enjoy the most. We enjoy a lot of promotions, but that's the one we yeah. enjoy the most. And um, I'm fired up here last. That's years. all right. That, they deserve it. They de- the way they closed out that mania, they deserve it because they just crapped on everything good they were doing in that story. And they passed on Jay White. Idiots, idiots. And you know all those guys Hunter resigned. Have you noticed since like three months ago, Hunter hadn't signed anybody, and oh and and all those guys resigned haven't been on TV. I bet I bet a lot of them are gone. Mm-hmm. Well, I, saw, I saw that after the sale, Hunter got a five million dollar bonus. Yeah, Nick Khan got fifteen. Now, why wouldn't you give Hunter more than Nick Khan? Nick Khan's got more valuable than Nick Khan. N- Nick Khan was hired to get this sale done originally from the WWE, and he, he did his job. Oh. So he is he is, and, and like Paul said, he is listed today in Endeavor. He is the president of WWE's Nick Khan. That's his title. Triple H isn't even on the the higher ups anymore. Of course, completely of course. gone. Okay, so Triple H gets a five million dollar bonus. Vince passes away. What, what I feel bad is how, yeah, how's this affecting the McMahon Levesque family behind closed doors? Well, I mean, McMahon doesn't. He doesn't I mean, care about anybody. Him and Linda are done. Oh so yeah, they're, I mean, they're she, gone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. What, 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 when Vince passes away, you got Shane and Stephanie. They split it in half. and But all. with the sale now, where does that leave them? Well, Do they get split. anything when Vince dies now? Yeah, but you split. You split. Vince got some cash. So, well, yeah. You, you split his, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it's been an interesting. I mean, think about it. The guy showed up with jet black hair huh? and a freaking corn star mustache, and he talked. Oh my god! Like, like, come on, guys. Well, and I got pissed. I don't know if you guys watched that CNBC interview with him and the guy from Endeavor. What pissed nope. me off is the guy from Endeavor was, yeah, Vince wanted to walk away, but I wasn't gonna let him. I'm like, why the hell not? Let him walk. Let him get out of here. Let him get away from wrestling forever. You got a guy outside of wrestling that has no idea what the hell's going on. And you look at Vince's track record from the 80s to now. I know he grew the company from a million, which he bought it for to 9.1 billion or whatever, but. He did okay. Yeah, but. He's still a jackal. Oh, he's the worst. Yeah. Yes. Paul likes him. No. 
<laughs> wow, Shep. Sorry, you, tar, sorry, you've been but, quiet for the last. But, but here, here's the sad thing. I'm still even. I'm still convinced he could come out on a Raw or a SmackDown, and the crowd would bow down to him when no chance of, for hell, no chance in hell comes on. That's how oh, they're brainwashed. They I would hope not, but they would. If they're buying a ticket for them, yeah. Yeah, if if Vince is going out there to get cheers, they'll cheer. If they're going out there to get booed, they'll boo. I would Every buy time. a WWE ticket just to watch Cody Rhodes. That's my only reason I'd buy a ticket. Uh, I'm saying with you. Yep. Besides that, and, and there's some other talents I don't mind. I mean, I know they work hard, but... I, I would love to see, you know, Sami Zayn, Kevin yeah, Owens. Yeah. So uh, there's some out there. Um, yeah, there, there's some out there. I think they're AJ Styles, really even though he's hurt. I like AJ Styles a lot. But, um, yeah, but they're just yeah. – when I know who's in control, that rubs me the wrong way. That guy should not not yep. be anywhere close to that company. So. Uh, I do have to say, Tanner, if you haven't watched it yet, the two matches from night one I would suggest you watch uh, – the Mysterio match and the tag match. Yeah, I, I've seen highlights, but yeah, I want to watch. I need to go back and watch those. And, yeah, and I, I, the SmackDown women's match. Throw that yeah, one in there. That I heard was that was really good. good. I, I heard the uh, Cena theory. They said the crowd was so pro Cena, but it looked like Cena wasn't wasn't into it. Yes. Yeah, so why the hell did he come it. back? I, uh, it, it let off the show, and it was weird. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. He he was all for it up on the ramp, but once he got to the ring, yeah. he was like a completely different person. That's too bad because. Too bad John couldn't go like he used to be able to. So. I don't even think it was that. I just he didn't vibe with yeah. theory. Yeah, it 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 didn't look right. It, it looked like your uh, your favorite match that you got when you were a little kid and you went to a live show. Yeah, with Taker and uh, Kali. It was that style of match. Oh, God, Punjabi prison, that thing. That was actually Big Show and Taker. Oh, yeah, worse. Big Show. My bad. It was even worse. My it's bad. awful. Yeah. That terrible thing. That pay-per-view That's how sucked. terrible it was. I forgot who was in it. Pay-per-view sucked. So. But all right, boys. Any final thoughts on the wrestling world tonight? Oh, there's. it's been a crazy last week in the wrestling world. News every day. Every single day. Unfortunately, a lot of it's more negative than, than positive, but... Um, and we get a lot of our news, at least I do, from Fightful. So subscribe to Fightful. Select for $5 a month. It's, it's worth your 5 bucks. I'll give SRS a plug there. He's got good podcasts, good backstage info. Really dove deep last night into the Vince McMahon stuff. Just kind of unbelievable, everything that's happened. So, But, uh, nope, enjoy Dynamite tonight. Glad we at least got to talk about something positive for a while. And Looking forward to Dynamite next week. Looking forward to the next few months, these big events. Fun time to, fun time to be an all-elite wrestling fan. Yeah, I know. This is two weeks in a row. I get worried when uh, Austin just disappears from the podcast in the middle of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll start to wrap this up here uh, on behalf of Austin Shepard, the KOP Predictions champion, who I probably doing fatherly things. We'll give him that credit. Um, so if you haven't yet, check out kickingoutshop.com. It's your place to go for all of your merchandise. Support a great podcast. Look great doing so. No current promos going on right now that I am aware of. Nah, be on the lookout maybe in the next couple of weeks. So there you go. Uh, be on the lookout probably, hopefully next week, I'll be sipping out of my KOP mug. Uh, shirts are being printed now, so 
those are taking a little bit longer. I was hoping it would all be one package. It looks like it could be two or three. Yeah. But uh, hey, he's back. I'm back. <laughs> I got worried last week. You dumped your computer. It looked like this week you just flew off like the flash. So yeah, it happens. Yeah. Hope you're okay. Uh, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, all right, we were wrapping things up, Shep. So I, I just told everybody to go to kickingoutshop.com to get their merchandise. So go get your merchandise, Shep. Yes, let's get our merchandise and let's have more of those people buy those uh, shirts that say, what are we drinking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any, any of them, you know. Yeah, I didn't get that one this time. That's on my, uh, my next yeah. order, a hat and a, a shirt. But uh be sure to follow uh, the Kicking Out Podcast on all forms of social media at Kicking Out Pod. Listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star rating because we want to be five-star KOP. You can get that shirt as well. Be sure to follow Tanner Lee on all social media at Tanner Lee 92 Follow your Kicking Out Podcast predictions champion, Austin Shepard, at the Shep 27 be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. And with that, uh, on behalf of Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.